0: Welcome to the Authenticity Challenge. I'm Suze from the Adventures of Suze. Today I'm out in nature. You might hear some birds. You might hear some planes. You might hear some sirens. But I just needed to be out in nature today. And so I just looked up at this beautiful tree in front of me and they've they've stuck a label on it. Interestingly, because we were talking about labels on episode one. And the label of this tree is Dawn Redwood Metasequa. I might be saying this wrong. Glyptostroboidus. And it has a number as well. One, four, nine, zero. I don't think the tree knows that. (laughs) I, I would imagine that this tree doesn't think for one thing, which is what humans seem to be doing and thinking themselves into all kinds of problems, but I get the sense that trees just be. And I would imagine that rather than going to school like we've been doing for centuries and learning useless facts about wars and people that were killed and all the nasty things that have been done in the world. I would imagine that if we sat in front of this seriously magnificent tree, we would probably learn everything that we need to learn about life. But obviously we're not taught to do that. I feel... I feel that... We are so trapped at this moment in time. We are prisoners. And even the words, if you look at the language of words, of the things that we aspire to, that we accumulate. If you look at the word mortgage, in French, mort is death and gauge. So you've got death gauge And we've been taught for so many years that we need to spend our lives trying to survive, accumulating things. And when we accumulate these things, we don't just accumulate the thing that we've accumulated. We accumulate the stress that having the thing comes with. So when we have the the car we have the stress of maintaining it we then have the stress of the insurance payments and the tax payments we have dates that we have to remember when things need to be paid we have to have more money to pay for the repair of the car when it's damaged we also have the stress and the strain of taking care of everybody on the road as well as ourselves and our loved ones so we are taught how amazing in a photo it is to acquire this magnificent, luxurious, silver, flashy car. And we think, wow, how amazing. I'm going to get that and I'm going to save up and I'm going to have that thing. And we don't realize because we've been pulled into the trap that we're not just buying a car, we're buying weight And we're buying responsibility and we're buying pain and we're buying suffering (laughs) because we've put ourselves into another cage because now we have to maintain the car. And then alongside that the advertisers have told us that not only is this thing amazing it's going to make you feel good but you're going to get a status with it. And I don't know about where you live, but in London, there are many people who have bought into this lie that the car will give you some kind of a status, that they actually often have a really beautiful car, they have beautiful hair, and they have immaculate nails, and yet they're living with their parents, and they don't even have their own personal space, because they've been sucked into the lie of the importance of status. And a friend of mine has recently moved to Austin, Texas, a really good friend of mine. And she moved there because her heart told her that that's where she wanted to go. And she followed it and she went. And as she's acquired this home to live in, because everyone needs a home, and she felt she had to get a car because she's in America, and otherwise, it's virtually impossible for her to get around. Suddenly, she's ordered this bed, and she feels like, oh, gosh, I I don't even want this bed. Like, she just suddenly became aware that she wanted to get rid of the bed frame. She wanted to get rid of any extra thoughts in her mind that were just taking up space. That rather than making ourselves free and unburdening ourselves and taking ourselves out of the prison of all these thoughts and possessions and memories and pain that we weigh ourselves down with, we we have aspired to do the opposite and to gather things. And if we actually looked at all these things, if we actually looked at all the things we carry around, the problems that we carry around, the pain, the frustration, the judgment, the guilt, the criticism, the worries about money the all all of those things if we actually put them into bags and rucksacks and suitcases and wheelbarrows and trailers we would probably find that every day we are walking and behind us we are pulling so much weight maybe we haven't evolved out of slavery every single one of us and I don't just mean those who are poor or those who um, have bought into the advertising I'm talking about the ones that created the advertising I'm talking about the ones that live in the gilded cages that have somehow convinced themselves that by controlling. Um, other humans that they will have a better life that by deceiving and manipulating other humans that they will somehow be more magnificent and yet these people they might have vast vast stretches of land which obscure the sight of the cages the fences around their large properties or palaces but they're still there Those driveways with the guards at the end of it, they're still there because underneath it all they are terrified that someone is going to take it away because they've convinced themselves that without it they would be nothing. They would have nothing and they would be no one, that they wouldn't matter. So. Which leads me to believe that underneath it all they, like us, feel that they don't matter and that scares them, that terrifies them. The idea that they don't matter, that's a shocking thought. And so in their desperation to feel like they matter they've created these cages and they've put everyone in it out of fear they've told everyone how they have to live they've taken slaves they've they've organised it so that Some people have more, some people have less. They've organized a mass deception so that some people are allured to thinking they can get more. But like the lottery symbol that we have in the UK, the little girl is always reaching for the star that's always slightly out of reach. And that is the mass deception that we've been led to believe is a dream When actually we've been locked into a nightmare. And as I share my story through these podcasts, for any of you that want to listen, I'm going to share with you how... I got myself trapped into a prison, into several prisons, and how I've had to fight my way out of them. And I am still fighting my way out of some of those prisons and some of those cages that almost feel impossible to break free of because I've convinced myself that part of those cages and part of the prisons are my identity. I've convinced myself that I'm, that it's not possible to be free because I've been told it so many times. And when you're told something again and again and again, when you read it in books, when your parents tell you that it's just not possible to be free, when your schools tell you that you have to do as you are told or you will be punished, When your employers tell you, you have to do as you're told or you will be punished with going without money and if you go without money, you'll go without food. How as humans can we be treating other humans this way? I have to wonder, people that treat people that way, are they really human? I believe that some of us, I don't know if all of us are, I would imagine that's for you to decide, but I believe that we are spirits here having a human experience. And some people have convinced themselves by, maybe by the pain that they felt Maybe the pain that they were taught by their families so that their carts and their suitcases and their luggage that they are carrying around years and years of family pain, they've been convinced to carry it forward for the family. And so they keep upholding the prisons, they keep upholding the lies that the lie that we are free when we are not. Even this poor tree is not free. Even that tree has had someone take a nail and slam it into its body to put a label on it. Because humans have become obsessed with owning everything. I want to possess everything, I want to have everything for my own, I want to understand everything and I want it to be mine and therefore if I can possess it, then I don't need to be afraid, but that is simply not true, we are perverting ourselves and we are... Perverting ourselves away from freedom that could be ours if we would just be brave enough to take ourselves out of our own prisons. And I see people staying in jobs for 20 years where they are miserably unhappy and they are bored and uninspired and they don't want to be there. And if you said to them, if you could be anywhere right now, where would you be? And without a second's notice, they immediately launch into all the things that they would do. Oh, I would go to Bali and I would do a yoga course, you know, I would I would do yoga for a month, and then I would do a vipassana and just sit in silence because I love silence. And then you say, Why aren't you doing it? And they say, Oh, because I've still got two more years of my job left and I'm going to get this reward of a pension, you know, and then I can can do it. And then you think, well, yes, that could happen or you could die next week with that dream still alive in your heart and you gave the best years of your life to the prison in order to get this very, 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 very tiny little reward in return for all your hard work. That's all you get if you're very, very lucky, and this man is much luckier than some, if he's retiring before he's 55. So this man, if he's really lucky, will get 30, 35 years, but he's already given more than that to the prison. He doesn't even get the same amount of time back. He doesn't get 55 years back. He gets 35 and that is extremely unusual. Most people give 65, 75 and they get 10 years of freedom at a time in their life when they're not able to enjoy it because their bodies are too old to fly. Their bodies are too old to really, really fully enjoy the freedom of travel and sex and life. And no, I'm not saying you can't have sex after a certain age. What I'm saying is that the time in your life where you could really be enjoying it You're too busy giving time to the prison. And I did not expect to wake up today and I went into my usual therapy session that I have once a week where I'm learning the techniques of tapping through EFT, which I find really interesting and useful in times of stress. I did not expect my therapist to tell me to leave my house. I was expecting to wake up and just have another usual Wednesday. I did not expect her to tell me the reason that you're so upset with the way that your neighbors behave is because you don't want to be there. And I was like yes you're right I I don't want to be here not one fibre of my being wants to be here but I have been conditioned somehow I have convinced myself that somehow this is my prison this is where I belong This this is where I should be and it's a lie it's a lie I convinced myself this is the best it can get. I convinced myself and that fear that we feel in our, the pit of our stomach, the the fear that tells us that, oh, that would be very dangerous. That is not fear. I do not believe that that is fear. I believe that that is actually the rage of God, who's saying, how are you believing in these lies? What are these lies you're telling yourself? Get out, get out of all those boxes. In the last episode, I added a song, if you're listening through Anchor, I added a song by Lauren Hill, go and check it out. It's called, I Get Out, and it's such an amazing song. This song she wrote uh, after she had a visit from her brother-in-law, Ziggy, who came round to her house and was talking about this idea he had for a song about getting out of all the boxes, and the next morning, Lauren woke up and was having a shower and the song came to her and she created it and it it really is phenomenal. This is a woman who since she was really, really young has has been able to see through the lies and the deception from a very young age and if you listen to her music and the words of the song, it is really, it really, excuse me, it really hits the nail on the head. I don't know if you can hear that bird chirping away. It's like the birds are laughing at us as they fly through the skies totally free. They are laughing at us. Look at you humans, you've trapped yourself with all these belongings and all these fears and all the guilt and shame that they don't have. If you've ever seen ducks have a fight, they have a fight. And then they flap their wings really, really strongly. And then they glide away. And it's over. But as humans, we carry around all this pain. We carry around our own pain. We carry around our partner's pain as if we're supposed to, our children's pain. And then behind us, we have this trail of ancestral pain that we carry around because we think we should. We think it's right to do that. We've been taught it's right to do that. Instead of passing on beautiful values of God and of life, we pass on pain, thick, heavy lines of it. We don't mean to do it. We don't mean to hurt and traumatize our children with all this pain. We absolutely don't mean to do it. We've been taught to do it, but it can stop. That line can stop with me if I choose it. But I have to stop carrying around the pain and the past. And I can share my story so you can have some understanding about what I've been through and how I've come to these conclusions. But the whole point of storytelling is to share our experiences so that other people can see the signs in their own lives so that they can make better choices for themselves. The idea of stories is not so that we keep the pain alive. And I would really, really love when I tell my stories that I'm not saying them just so that I can hear that pain again and relive it and re-traumatize myself. I'm only sharing the stories so that I can share with you what I've been through, so you can have some kind of understanding of how I come to the conclusions that I have and of how I've started to find my way out of my own boxes and my own prisons. And the prisons that we put ourselves in are even inside the prisons that we've been put in. So there's many layers of this matrix to get out of. And I hope that through hearing my story that you will start to find your own way out and i hope you i hope it's your desire to feel as free as a bird i hope that that is your desire and i know that anyone who wants this will be attracted to this podcast and anyone who doesn't feel the call and who feels convinced that the box that they're in is their reality I just know that they won't even hear this podcast so there's nothing to be afraid of like I said yesterday we don't need to censor ourselves we don't need to worry about who's going to hear it who's not going to hear it the ones who need to hear it will hear it and the ones who can't hear it because they're not awake yet they just won't hear it and I invite you I always use the words, is it necessary or, and is it kind, which were the words of the late Wayne Dyer. So if you want to send me a voice message, just please keep those words in mind. But if you want to send a voice message about your thoughts, about how you felt about the podcast, please feel free to do so. And I look forward to hearing from you at any time. And I'm going to leave it there today. And I'm going to share with you next time more of my own personal journey. But I, I just, like I said, once I start talking, I don't know what's going to come out. So this has been today's offering. I hope the birds and the sounds haven't been too distracting and off-putting, but I hope that, I hope that you've uh, connected to some of what I've been saying. I wish you a really beautiful day, and I, I wish you freedom. If you've liked what you've heard today and you want to leave any comments, you can just leave a voicemail here on Anchor and I will listen to it and I may upload it to one of the future episodes. You can also add your applause in the middle of an episode if there's anything that I've said that you agree with and that way other people will know that you've been listening and I will also know what bits you liked of the episode. You can also favorite this episode or this podcast if you like it and share it with your friends, feel free. Um, It's available on Anchor. It's also available on Apple too through the iTunes podcast. So thank you so much for listening today and I'm going to find a song for you that I'm going to leave to deal with the episode today on freedom. I hope you enjoy that too. See you soon.